Oh, there he is. There's John. There's John. Can you hear us? <laughs> John? <laughs> John, are you there? Oh my, hey. 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 Now. Turns out if the mute button's on, you can't record. <laughs> there we go. How do you have a mute button? Are, are you on your phone? No, I'm on my big old computer here. Oh, How are you doing that on a computer? Yeah, I don't get this either. Oh my gosh, you totally can do this on a computer. Absolutely, that's what I'm doing right now. Oh my god, I would have oh done god, that in the beginning. Be... Screw no, that. Let me, let me, yeah, me too. Let me learn you all on... Uh, on <laughs> next time I do this, I'm right, still doing so... that. Right, right. Yeah, same. That's going to make life easier. Uh, it's a bright, sunny day here in Idaho. How's it there? It was like... Uh, it's a little. Go ahead. It's, it's like ninety degrees over here, man. Oh, ninety? Yeah, dude. It's it's freaking warm today. I was out and about, um, having to run. I had to go to I had to go to Lowe's. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Uh, nope. <laughs> Wait, what's Lowe's? Is that like a Home Depot but inferior? <laughs> oh, uh, oh. oh goodness. It's like Tractor Supply but inferior. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I get it, I get it. Got one right next door. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, well, uh, I mean, 60 degrees here, it's like 90 degrees. Yes, that's like your 90. Yeah, right. Man, you guys are on heat wave. It's 48 right now, right? Are you serious? Yeah, dude, it's Wisconsin. We're all over the place. Good God. It was 72 days ago, now it's 48. Oh, man. That That was us like a couple months ago. Oh, yeah, oh. we just suck. Wisconsin is drunk. <laughs> Wait, Texas gets that low? Say what? Texas gets that cold? I mean, in like February when it's like the coldest. <laughs> that's that's our death winter. Oh, God. <laughs> no, like it, it actually got like decently cool. Like it, it stayed cold longer than it normally does. Uh-huh. Um, but they're saying that that's, that's the problem. So now that it's like warming up like super quick, like we're like prime for tornado weather right now. <laughs> uh, tornadoes are the worst. Yeah. And my dad was telling me he does like this emergency response stuff um, that the Atlantic is already at. It's already warmer than it's supposed to be. So it's already primed for hurricane weather. So apparently, if everything goes right, 2020 is just going to be a banner year for everyone. Man. Hey, if you're going to do it, do it right. (laughs) Let's just get it all out of the way in one year, and then we can kind of like go from there. Speaking of disasters, how about this podcast, huh? Hey, there we go. (laughs) Good segue. Yeah. All right, welcome to this one time at summer camp, a comedy podcast where we try and make you laugh with funny stories about camp. So we'll see how that goes. Um, (laughs) You never know. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Thompson from Wisconsin, and I've got my two co-hosts here. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves. My name is Aaron Colwick. Um, I'm currently a youth director at a couple of churches down here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's one's in Capel, Texas, one's in Carrollton. Uh, but I used to be the program director at Briarwood Retreat Center in Argyle, Texas, and at uh, Bishop Stoney Camp and Conference Center in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ooh. And yeah, I'm just excited to be able to do this. This sounds like a fun time. 
Yeah, I'm John Davidson. I'm here in sunny, bright, beautiful Idaho. Um, I oh, love camp. I've been a program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp in the Sawtooth Mountains, uh, one of the most picturesque mountains in Idaho. Um, yeah, and I'm absolutely excited to do this. All right. I should say that um, I work at Lutherdale Bible Camp in Wisconsin, but also worked at Sugar Creek Bible Camp in Wisconsin here. So um, to start us off, you know, a very traditional camp style get to know you is asking some questions about like your favorite thing. And being that I'm from Wisconsin, I want to ask you guys, what is your favorite way to eat cheese? Like method? Like... Or like, like if it's melted or like what do you mean? Like the variations. Like for me, I love cheese curds. Like if I'm gonna have cheese in any form, it's a oh. cheese curd. Call that squeaky cheese. Yeah, squeaky cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. John, you go first. So oh, my favorite way to eat cheese. I love it melted on top of at least ten pounds of hamburger. <laughs> That's a man's meal right there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 pounds? Minimum, minimum. <laughs> Good God. Um, I'm, I, man, there, is there like a wrong way to eat cheese? Like, I don't know. Like, I guess, me. I guess my favorite way to eat cheese, man, I love freshly shredded cheese. Like, oh. when you have the grater and like you shred the cheese like for tacos or like if you're making for a meal like i'm not gonna ever not shred extra cheese like if it calls for two cups of cheese i'm shredding like five cups so i can eat three cups while i'm cooking i approve of that (laughs) at restaurants do you guys ever have the people like grating the cheese in front of you and they keep looking at you to say stop but you just don't say anything like like when they do like at olive garden when they do it for your salad and they're always like yeah man tell me when i'm like that block's not big enough for me to say when you're going to need an extra block of cheese. Smile and don't wave. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I like that. Good, good. Um, yeah, I'm going to turn over to Aaron uh, with our camp hack of the week. Yeah, so, um, you know, we're going to, this section here is about, we'll do something like, little tips and tricks that people have for running camp or getting prepped for camp, like anything really that has to do with camp, any little ideas that you can do to make your job easier. So I'm going to do one that we started my, uh, my inaugural year at Briarwood back in 2014. And we were, it was just me and I had one intern and then eventually I had another one, uh, Christian and Josh and or Joshua, as he liked to go by. And, we were struggling to think of like just new and fresh ideas. You know, it was, I was new on the scene and it was kind of, we were going to look at how to like turn a new leaf over for Briarwood. So we came up with this idea. We had these things. I don't know what other camps call them or what to do, but we had all camps. So like after dinner, Mm. we'd play the game that the entire camp would play. And our camp ran about anywhere between, you know, 30 to 60 to 70 campers Mm. a week. And so it would be something like, you know, playing a giant game of uh, capture the flag, for example, or something. So we were trying to think of some new games um, and we realized that, you know, what we did is we came up with a white, we get a whiteboard and be like, okay, what do we need to accomplish in the games and what are our supplies, blah, blah, blah. And we realized that's a great teaching tool for our staff. 
So rather than just have three of us try to figure out what are great things you could do, as part of our staff training, we taught the counselors, you know, here's, here's how you come up with an all camp. I want all of you, we're going to break you off into like teams. And we made like five or six different teams and we broke them off into teams that we want you to make your own all camp. It can be whatever you want, but realize that it has to meet these criteria, right? It has to be safe. It has to be, you know, cheap. It can't waste food and things like that. Great. And so yeah. we, we would, we would, we would do that. And then at the end of staff training, we would allow them to present it to us like Shark Tank. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we would sit behind a table and they would have to present it to us for us to say, yes, we're going to try that. And, um, and I said end of staff training. We do it at the end of the week. And then as part of the following week of staff training, we would actually try out these ideas. So this can go, just to let you guys know, it can go one of two ways. One, you can get some great all camps. There are games that were introduced that are still played to this day during summer camp at Briarwood. Nice. There are also games like, one of them was called um, Centipede Kickball. Oh, gosh. And the way, <laughs> the way it worked was rather than have you rather than have one person each at a time go and kick the ball and then stand on base, one person would kick the ball and then everyone would run the bases. Oh, and the team would get the ball and you had to hit the runners and you tried to get as many runners as you could before they all got home. <laughs> Sounded fun, but man, you want to talk about the most cardio you've ever done in your life and the most I had the, the all all the injuries that I had during staff training happened during that oh, game. No. I had a girl fall. <laughs> we had a girl fall into a ditch that we didn't know existed in the field. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was insane. Um, but like, so it can go both ways. But at the end of it, it's a really great way of teaching your counselors a why you do some of the all camps we did. Like we did um, like our version of capture the flag, which was called and I, I got we got it from Flathead, I believe, which Mighty Mighty Scoop Noodle Challenge. <laughs> Um, and it, it was awesome, but it teaches them why we did the way that we did things, you know, um, why we don't have things like throwing eggs at people because it wastes food, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I think it was just a great way of a getting some fresh ideas from, you know, it's one of those, if two heads are better than one, then, you know, 25 got to be something. And it was, it was awesome. It's a good teaching tool. So I'd recommend it for anybody. We had, we had a game similar to that. Uh, we called it Alaskan kickball. Now, <laughs> okay. I don't know why the Alaskan part was thrown into it. Maybe people up there just run around in circles, but it was very similar. You toss the ball, they kick it, and but the team has to run around the person that kicked the ball. And how, <laughs> however many times they run around that person is how many points they get. So... <laughs> The whole team has to start at one point and run around while the other team go and gathers the ball, and then they they throw it back to home plate. That sounds awful. No. Oh, Man, Alaskans are playing that all the time. It's cold up there. Uh, yeah. It's, it, that's their Olympics. Huh? Right, right. Uh, I, I need to apologize if there is anyone by chance listening from Alaska for John thinking you only run in circles. Well, I, I apologize for that. I mean, I mean, maybe they do. It's cold. <laughs> no, 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 no. Alaska, beautiful, oh. beautiful place. 
that fixed it yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, that's yeah, beautiful. You're welcome. All right. Well, thank you, Aaron, for sharing the hack. Uh, I always love hacks yeah, and uh, make my job easier and make someone else do it instead. Always for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to kind of just outline how this goes before we get into it the first time so that people understand what kind of the flow of thing is. So John here has a story for us of uh, a story from camp. Um, it's kind of a crazy situation or just different situation uh, that him or somebody knows is put in. And um, John's going to tell us the story and kind of lay it out there. And then Aaron and I are going to offer up kind of what we would do in that situation. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we are all professionals and we're all really smart. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a, that as is a little... absolutely how I would describe us. <laughs> okay. Um, as a little aside before we get started, though, we are going to change names involved in the story. So if anyone, if this is you somehow, uh, we don't want you to be offended by any means. So <laughs> we're going to change the names. Uh, so, John, go ahead and take it away. Yeah. Okay. So I had a hard time choosing a story, not because I can think of one, because there's just so many. That I can't, like, <laughs> what do I do in this situation? Or yeah, I don't know. So let, I'm I'm taking it back to. I was a program coordinator a, on the program staff, and um, it was high school week. And as many of you know, high school week is full of hormones, just absolutely at the top of the game when oh, yeah. it comes to hormones. And we have. This dance on the last night of camp, it's a very early dance, very high school. And we, you know, we, we let them hang out in the, in the, in the lodge, listen to music. Uh, we've got a, a few snacks and that kind of thing out. Um, and it's very close to this building that we call Clive. Clive is a pit toilet, a giant pit toilet. And it's, it's, it's great because it's a compostable toilet. So, you know, you, you put your waste into it and it composts slowly and then we take it out okay. and yeah, you could put that in your garden or, you know, something like that. Well, gotcha. Because of, gotcha. Okay. totally. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, now here. granted, this is a camp way up in the mountains. We're at 7,200 feet. Um, not that that has anything to do with it, but yeah, an outhouse set in the mountains in the middle, it's going to smell a little bit. And it's got this front porch that is oddly inviting to high school kids who are trying to sneak away from their counselor and go up there to, you know, maybe kiss on the girl that, that they met from cabin whatever. <laughs> I was waiting for how you were going to describe what they the were doing. Odd, when they were going to kiss, kiss on, the, on girl, the girl is not what I thought you were kiss going to Kiss on say. the girl. That's, that's the, uh, the PG-13 version of it. Um, so I actually, I always stationed a, a, a counselor there when I was a program director. I always stationed a counselor. You are the Clive counselor. You go up there. You make sure people are just <laughs> no Nothing else, just pooping and peeing. <laughs> However you do that, whatever, just keep it clean. Um, but so back when I was a counselor, 
I had a high school cabin of kids that were just, oh, how can I say this? Um, <laughs> well, first of all, they were boys. They were the oldest high school cabin. Oh. Um, and they thought they were hot stuff. And maybe they were. I, I mean, I was a counselor of 19 years old. And I thought they were super great and just so fun to be around. But, man, did they love the girls. And <laughs> every two minutes at that dance, it seemed like I would have a counselor or a staff member come to me and say, hey, John, so-and-so's up at Clive trying to kiss on somebody. And I would be running up there, grabbing them, bringing them back down. And finally, I get this little tidbit of information from somebody to say, your cabin is planning on sneaking out tonight to meet these girls at Clive. Now, again, Clive is a pit toilet. If you've ever, if you've <laughs> ever thought of the most perfect date in your mind, if pit toilet <laughs> is not on your list of perfect dates, you're wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're absolutely yeah. wrong. So I couldn't think of anything to do except just kind of wait for it to try to happen. I stayed up. I stayed up. Finally, I'm falling asleep. And Wait, wait. So wait, is this your solution to the problem? Yeah, okay. This, this is my solution. Well, don't tell us yet. Don't tell no, us No, don't yet. tell you. you. We have to tell you what we would okay. do. So I, and then you'll tell us what actually okay, happened. Let, let me restate the problem then. I've got a cabin full of absolutely hormone crazy boys who have planned to sneak out of the cabin when I fall asleep and meet the, these other girl campers at the pit toilet and do who knows what. What would you do? Oh, God. Yeah. All right. I, have a, I have a clarifying question. Mm -hmm. I do as well. How, how did you find out? Like, who told you that about these plans? Oh, I mean, we all have that one camper who <laughs> just, you know, they're kind of. God bless that one camper. They're, they're, no, they're in, the, they're in your back pocket. They're like, no, I got your back. I want to be you someday. And because I want to be you, I'm going to tell you everything that's wrong with everybody here. So we had, you had brown nose camper. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. We'll call we'll okay. call that camper Logan. How about that? <laughs> Logan. Yeah, Logan. That makes sense. It's a good name. It's a good yeah. name. Um, my my clarifying question is your cabin. Is it like a physical cabin? Or is it like a tent? Like what style oh, of building yeah. are you Physical cabin. Here? It's a it's a sixteen by twenty large space with about okay. six bunk beds in it. So twelve beds. Okay. Are there two doors or one door? One, one door. One single door. Oh, man. All right. Go, go, Jeff. Go. All right. So what I would have done is I would have told the boys, all right, hey, it's our, because this is the last night of camp. I would have said, this is our last night slumber party. So what we're going to do is put all of our mattresses on the floor. <laughs> and then I'm just going to position myself right by that door. Okay. So if they try and go outside, they have to physically climb over me. And it's not suspicious that we're all sleeping on the floor. 
that's what I would do. And then yeah. I don't know if they that's genius. somehow did sneak out. I would do something different, maybe chase after him and throw some rocks at him. <laughs> um, not actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not physical yeah. violence here. Plenty of- I- but that, that's kind of my solution when I heard about it. That's what I would do. Okay, yeah. See, I'm more of along the lines of like, I want to catch him. Like, I, I don't want to preemptively solve the problem. Mm. I, I'm very vindictive and I want to be like, aha. You're more of a it teaching. Was all along. Like, I want to Scooby Doo their butt. Okay. And <laughs> figure it out. And so <laughs> I, I think that I would want to either get someone else to vote, like a leadership staff member, to be up there, like waiting for him. But I'd also get a hold of like the girls' cabin counselor and be like, "Hey, did you know this was happening?" Ooh, and I would yeah. get them in on it. And I guarantee, like, one of us would be stationed outside the door as soon as they opened it up. It'd be like, "What's up? What's going on?" <laughs> or <laughs> figure that. Or if there's a way to make the what did you what's the name of the Clive? If there's Clive. a way to make that Clive area somehow worse, I would also do that. Yeah, <laughs> like. If there's a lid covering up some of the smell, like, I don't know, add boiling water in there so it, like, steams up. Oh, no. Okay, let me let me tell you a little bit more about Clive, and then I'll go into what my solution to the problem was. Clive, if it doesn't involve boiling water, I'm already disappointed in you. Um, okay, so it does involve water, but not boiling water. So, Clive, oh. this, this giant pit toilet... On one side where the pits come and you have these containers where you can open them up. Um, We have staff members whose job it is to rake Clive. It's a composting toilet. You have to even the piles out, make it level. (laughs) And we have something called the the Clive rake to, (laughs) to use for that. Um, And in some camp hand or dish doer, camp cleaner jobs um in camp hand folklore there's a canoe that you use in clive to even out the piles oh. <laughs> and on top of those piles you put pine shavings you know wood of some kind and then you spray for, anyone, for, for any other camp that does this like i'm not trying to like make you feel bad about this but this is like super good for the environment i'm so proud of you this is really gross though <laughs> Well, yeah, see, it's really nice. We're not using nice, clean mountain water for it. Instead, we're using heat and compost. Um, it's so, so admirably nasty. <laughs> oh, I love that. Admirably <laughs> nasty. Um, <laughs> no, so on top of it, you put those pine shavings and then you spray it down with water. And that's supposed to keep the smell down. So after dinner, it's part of the campaign's job to to do that, to keep the smell down. It'd been a particularly smelly week. We had taco night that night. Um, And Clive was just in its glory (laughs) as far as smell comes. And I go to the camp hands and I say, hey, don't worry about raking Clive tonight. Let Let it fester. Let it grow to what it can become i will rake it tomorrow and everything will be okay so we this is what we've got going we've got a absolutely smelly clive and we've got you know five six extremely hormonal teenagers and (laughs) i can just hear them when they're up with clive trying to you know sneak the kisses in during the dance 
they know it smells bad. They are, I mean, they're gagging. They are, they are just about throwing up. But my solution to this problem was to not rake Clive that night, let it smell. But then I was going to, like, very similar to what Jeff did, I was going to sleep in front of the door. I moved my giant wooden bunk bed in front of the door and was kind of drifting out there asking me, what are you, what are you moving in front of the door for? What are you doing that for? I said, you know, I know what you're planning. So, you know, let's have a great last night. Let's have fun. I've got a great devotion for us. We had this awesome week. Let's focus on that. Let's, let's sleep. And then in the morning you can get their phone numbers or something. I don't know. So we're drifting off to sleep and I hear a latch. Now there are windows in this cabin. I hear a latch open (laughs) and (laughs) I turn over and I see one of my campers crawling out of the window in their robe. This, this camper had brought a, a, pure white robe to wear for the week (laughs) and he he is making a run for it out this window just absolutely going for it and so romantic now these these windows they these cabins they're you know 40 50 years old (laughs) the window isn't gonna stay up so that window falls down on him as he's midway out that window. And he, just no. gives us, he gives us this full moon picture of his backside climbing out this That's window. Perfect. So I hop up, I turn on all the lights, and I say, hey, what's going on? And everybody wakes up, they look over, they see this kid struggling out the window, trying to go meet up with a girl. He's I mean, I would not suggest making a scene out of it, but it was pretty hilarious to see this kid struggling to get out this window, <laughs> half exposed, and knowing he'd been caught trying to sneak out to these girls. Oh, that's phenomenal. That that story ended way better than I could have hoped yeah. for. <laughs> now, again, they, it, it offered me a teaching moment for this camper. I said, you know... This is our last night. Do you really want to spend it getting in trouble or, you know, out past the break of dawn and kissing a girl? No, 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 no. You can talk to her later. It's fine. So I, I, I get the kids back together and I, I say, hey, we had an awesome week. Let's end it on a high note. I, you know, we do a, another short devotion. We talk about our highs and lows for the week and talk about, you know, what what we can do to take everything we've got from camp this week and bring it out into our homes uh, as, as we leave there. And um, it took the focus off of the, the mischief and, and brought it back to the whole camp. Um, what, what, what's the purpose of camp? And that's to, you know, build and develop um, socially these these teens, these kids, and to give them opportunities to grow. And in every situation, in every 
thing that might happen in their life. And it turned out great. Nobody's tried to sneak out the rest of the night. The next day, they learned that it's okay to ask a girl for their number instead of saying, hey, meet me at Clive. <laughs> and it, it, it was a good moment. So, John, I think that's just super cool because I think you took this moment and made it a teaching moment for these kids that wasn't that didn't feel forced. It didn't feel um, like you had planned it. It's very organic and it's very um, real for them. So I think that's the kind of moments you have in camp that are just going to be lasting. And they'll they'll remember that stuff for the rest of their lives. Like they're not going to forget that odd moment. They, you know, see someone trying to climb out a window kind of thing. <laughs> right. Right. Full moon. Yeah. That's... yeah. Uh, full moon. I mean, yes. It's, I I think, yeah, that's just, just a lasting moment. You're right. Cool. Awesome. Well, th- thanks for that story, John. Yeah. Thank you, John, for the story. And thank you, Aaron, for the camp hack and making our lives easier by having people do our jobs for us. It is how I live, Jeff. I, yeah. Retweet <laughs> that. Um, yeah. So we want to part you all with some closing words of if you have a story from your time at camp and you would love to share it. Uh, you can reach out to us in two ways. We have an email, this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com. So you can email your story. Feel free to change names or don't. That's fine. We'll change them on air. And if you want to change like camp name or whatever, we'll try and keep it private. And you can also uh, t- <laughs> you can also tweet us. Uh, we have a Twitter. It's this number one time at SC. Or if you search this one time at summer camp, uh, there are two po- there are two twitters with that and one is also a podcast but they don't do anything anymore so don't follow them follow Words, us. better one yeah don't follow them follow us we're That's still why we have to... alive they're like two years old and don't do anything so we're cool um yeah do you guys have any uh closing words closing thoughts hey man i'm just super happy to be doing this this is fun it's good to see you guys i miss y'all oh yeah i miss your musk oh thanks babe my my musk <laughs> musk yeah, you have a musk, oh. John. Uh, today I smell like cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's your drink, John. So, oh, no, you're right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I hope you're all enjoying a drink as you're listening to us too, um, and I hope you uh, got a little insight from this and can walk away with a a little positive in your life. Yeah, man. Hey, who knows? By the time we all get to see each other again, we might do a live podcast and Ooh. we'll have the roaring masses awaiting us. Roaring masses, indeed. And if you want to get on the show and maybe promote your camp or just uh, shoot the stuff and talk, uh, you're welcome to uh, email us or tweet us. <laughs> We'd love to have you on as a co-host for one of our episodes. <laughs> I'm sorry, is shoot the stuff a commonly used phrase in Wisconsin? No, I'm just making fun of John because he swore last time. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right, he did. I totally forgot. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Hey, <laughs> cheers, everybody. Keep it PG. We'll see you next week. Take care, y'all. <laughs>